0: Our culture is disintegrating. Hey.
1: in this program are based on the holy spirit leading of a man called coach
0: i gotta ask you this out there christian america
1: it's time for pass the salt with a coach dave daubenmeyer
0: i will figure out the mystery of the earthquake yep the mystery of the earthquake that disrupted my multi-million dollar not just million dollar now betty it's now a multi-million dollar studio couldn't figure out why yesterday I couldn't. What happened? I said to my wife, "It had to be an earthquake." The earthquake was my grandson. They were playing freeze tag down in this multi-million-dollar studio, and uh, when they played freeze tag, somebody didn't freeze, and they ran into the monitor and knocked the monitor down, and he was afraid to tell Grampy. So I have a new monitor today, and I think we're back up and running, except. Uh, a, little bit, a few glitches there, so uh, it's easy to sleep tonight knowing that somebody didn't sneak into my house and uh, disrupt my multi-million dollar studio. Today's the, equi- is it the Equinox today? It's the solstice. I know it this, it's a, it's, a, it's a high pagan holiday for sure. I was going to try to, I never heard back from Stephanie. I was, I was trying to get her on, maybe she could talk a little bit about that today. My plan was to go to, to the Mound Builders and uh uh, to show you guys how the sun comes up right in the open of course it's pouring down rain so you couldn't see where the sun rises so I th- thought I'd spare myself and stay home. I got some uh y- yesterday, last couple days, every day. <laughs> been pretty intense. It's been pretty intense on the show. I'm gonna uh, I want to I want to stay good with it, but I'm gonna I'm to back off. I want to I want to kind of regroup today. Okay, I want to I want to cover some of the things we talked about maybe in the past and uh, the past three or four days. And then I'm gonna throw something else on the table. And uh, this would be not a free for all uh, equinox day or solstice or uh, but uh, bear with me here. We're gonna have we're gonna have us a grand old time. If I could get Myra to pray us in, that would really help. Can you do that, Myra? Yes. Yes, Coach. I'd be happy to do so.
4: That is correct. All right, so um, it is written, and the reading today is going to be from Revelation twenty nine through twelve. That is Revelation, Revelation 20, 29 9 through, 12. through twelve. All right, and they went up on the brambles. Of the earth and compiles the camp of the saints about, and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them.
2: Man,
0: I hope that doesn't happen again. He said he'd never destroy it by flood. I don't know about fire coming down from heaven, that wouldn't be much fun. Go ahead, Myra.
4: Yes, coach. And the devil that deceiveth them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beasts of the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever.
0: Well, wait a minute. So, wait a minute. Wait, whoa, 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 This is pretty important here, I think. Because I hear people. Say, devil, go back to heaven where you belong, or go back to hell where you belong. He ain't hell yet, folks. The devil that was deceived to cast a lake of fire and brimstone, or the beast false prophet shall be tormented. Huh. He gets cast into there. Okay, go ahead.
4: Yes. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face. The earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened which is the book of life.
0: And- Spencer, we don't see, we don't see that on our screen here, Spencer. It's verse 12. Spencer's back telling to John, but I'm not paying attention. There's verse 12 in up there yet, but she just oh, oh oh by the way Myra I'm one of those moods today. Uh can you could you turn up the 1.7 speed why do you are you reading Be like you're in the first
4: day. Will do. I will speed it up. I just want to make sure my accent doesn't come through and people can can understand. We can read it with you now. Okay. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works.
0: Amen. We spoke about that yesterday.
4: Holy Spirit, you are welcome. To coach Dave Haddle. And we open our hearts to you. I release the anointing. That breaks the power of evil. In Jesus name. Amen. Also the Holy Spirit has slowed me down. When I read his word. And that's another right. group. Why I'm slowing down. Because okay. of the richness. Of the word of God. He's slowing Myra, me down.
0: Myra, you're too slow. That's too okay. slow. Alright. We okay. all can read. We're reading along with you, dear. Look at all this. Right. Look at this. You said, "What is that?" That's a picture that some young girl. When I was speaking in New Beginnings the other night, this little girl drew a picture of me. And have you noticed how loud my mouth is? And that was the th- that's the thing she kept saying to her grandma how loud I was. So huh. she gave me a really big mouth and all those uh, uh, energy waves going out from me. So I. I take that as a compliment. Grandma gave it to us last night when we were in new, new Beginning. Hey, look. I, I am, uh, Oh, I got lost stuff. Spencer, I just sent it to you. Pull up. It says, uh, I think I did. Didn't I just send you a, a picture? Did I just send you guys a picture? Uh, no, bed- I didn't. Prayer? No, oh. How could I not send? Yeah, yeah, the prayer. The bedtime prayer. Yep, I got it. Yes, pull that up there. Pull that up there. Because I ran into a... a, a I ran into a person at the the abortion clinic yesterday. By the way, friends, they're still killing babies. They're still killing babies. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. At Planned Parenthood, they're still killing babies. It's like, the you you notice when the left, when the Luciferians win a court decision, it goes into effect immediately. The Supreme Court ruled, stay with me here, the Supreme Court ruled that there is no constitutional right to murder a baby. Supreme Court ruled that. All right? Good. Why are they still murdering babies in Ohio? Well, they're still murdering babies in Ohio because they put a stay on our, what they would call the heartbeat bill. While well, some judge studies it. Now, wait, wait, hey, hang on there. Hang on there. Are they going to have judicial supremacy or not? Is the Supreme Court the king or not? Isn't that the way that they've played it with us for how many years? Oh, what the Supreme Court has spoken. Yeah, and the Supreme Court said there's no right to murder your baby. And a judge comes in and puts a stay on it. How How can an inferior judge put a stay on an order of the U.S. Supreme Court? They're still killing babies unlawfully and illegally in Ohio and other places as well. Folks, we're 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 in we're in dire, dire straits in the United States of America. Our government has become almost meaningless. They do whatever the heck they want to do. So anyway, I'm at the clinic yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry I'm sorry. I'm at the murder mill yesterday, and they were open. I was Flip was there and Rusty and uh had a few of us that were there at the murder mill. Still murdering. And I ran into a friend that uh, I hadn't seen him in a while, I had a chance to talk to him, and and we, we got talking about the idea that uh he couldn't sleep at night. Stay with me, I'm going somewhere. He couldn't sleep at night. He says, Coach, sometimes I just get I get wakened up in the middle of the night and I get these thoughts going through my head and I'm tormented and I can't go I can't go to sleep and yada yada yada. he shared a bunch of other stuff with me that was uh, uh was really unique, but uh, you know I'm not gonna share share with y'all. And I said to him, I said uh, do you ever you ever bind and loose? Do you ever you ever cast out devils? Do you ever do you take authority before you go to sleep. He he said what? I said yeah. When you, man, when you go to sleep, you your mind is an open who you, you leave a window open, man, in your mind. Have you have nightmares and tormented? And what, what do they call those guys who come home from the war? They have postpartum no, that's that's pregnancy, uh, PTSD, post traumatic uh, something disorder. I said, man, when you go to sleep, your brain is just kind of, it's on autopilot. So, dude, you've had a lot of windows opened. A lot of things have been opened. And when you go to sleep at night, see, the Bible tells us to take captive every thought. So two things that are important, folks. Number one, thoughts must be important. And number two, you must be able to control them. Take captive every thought. My wife could walk down here right now and give me the nice, biggest uh, no-bake cookie that somebody made for us last night, and she could come down there, and she could lay that thing on my on my right in front of me, and I would think, oh, that thought would be, oh, that thing is good. I can't wait to eat that no-bake cookie, but I can make the decision not to. Every behavior in your life starts as a thought. Some of them are what they call subconscious. You don't even know you're thinking of it. You don't even know it. It's just always constantly there, that thought. The, the, most of the thoughts that we do are conscious. Stuff. I'm going to decide whether I'll eat the cookie, whether I'm going to go to the Newark Earthworks and stand out in the rain. I'm going to decide which car I'm going to drive. I'm going to decide if I'm, I mean, I'll be, right? Every thought and action you do begins as a thought. However, when you go to sleep, your mind can become the devil's playground. Hey, somebody out there say, Hey, men, amen, coach. You're talking to me. Anybody, anybody out there dealing with this? Amen. Anybody? Huh? Amen. 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 <laughs> amen. Amen. Say, where'd that come from? Where that you wake up in the middle of the night, say, God, where'd that come from? What? Why am I worried about that? Because usually you wake up with what they call nightmares. You probably are also during this, during your sleep, probably having good good thoughts as well. They don't wake you up so much, but nightmares do. Nightmares wake us up. So in the in the discussion, the conversation I was having with my friend back and forth, I said, "Do you do you do you close the windows?" He said, "What?" I said, "Man, dude, the portals, the windows, the access that the devil has into into you. Have you ever shut those windows?" He didn't really, well, he said no. and He didn't really understand what I was talking about. So this is for all of you out there, friends. My wife and I, that's not true. My wife prays this prayer over, as we call them, bed. Well, that's not true. We're probably already in bed. But before we turn out the lights to go to sleep, my wife prays this prayer every night over us, every night. And I took a picture of this on purpose, so I don't know if we can put it in the chat. But if you folks, if you are having trouble sleeping, you're having trouble sleeping, it would be like, you know there's a thunderstorm coming at night? Before you go to bed, what do you do? I hope you go and cut shut the windows. You don't want that stuff blown into your house, do you? So I believe that... Uh, I believe that when we go to sleep at night, we have to be careful. We have opened windows. Now, some of you may have trouble sleeping at night because of something you just read or something you just heard or something you discussed or something you just watched. And because of that, everything begins as a thought. Don't ever forget that. And because of that, you've opened the door to that thought, and that thing ruminates and runs around a little, what was it, on a pedal. All night, and you can't sleep. You wake up in the morning and say, man, I couldn't sleep. Folks, you left the window open. See, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take What a morbid prayer that is. <laughs> we all learned that as a young kid, didn't we? But uh, if I should die before I wake, whoa, I ain't going to sleep then. Right? Oh, man. So we we got this from Sheila Zelensky and friends. I, I Spencer, I don't know how we can get this to it goes in the chat. I don't There's I don't a know. link in the chat. It's going into the chat. Okay. My my wife prays this every night over us, okay? We're simply shutting the windows. There's a storm coming, or there's a chance of showers, and we don't want to get wakened up in the middle of the night by the thunder. With me? So, this is the prayer we got from Sheila Zelensky's prayers that I can't remember what the name of it is, it doesn't matter. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bind every spirit that would come to torment us in our sleep, even our dreams. We employ mighty angels to stand around us while we sleep, shoulder to shoulder, that no evil penetrate. I say to my mind, Peace. Be still in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Michelle prays that every night over us, folks. That's that's closing the windows of everything that you've been through during the day, everything that you've been through uh, during your life, things that come back to you. So where did that thought come from? That's why the Bible says take captive every thought. Take captive. Well, how do you take captive a thought when you're asleep? That's why you have torment at night. So I would just, again, put that in it, in and I would just, hey, listen, friends. Try it. You'll like it. I, sometimes my wife will say to me, I love my wife. Sometimes my wife will say to me, well, honey, we'll, we just have to believe. And I get mad. What do you mean we just have to believe? I believe. I don't do it because I just have to. I believe. Those demons are not. Coming into my bedroom and into my head tonight, I believe it. And all power and all authority has been given unto Jesus, and he gave it unto me, and I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. You understand, right? You understand. So I don't know who that's for, but I think that's for somebody. And I just want to encourage you if you're having trouble sleeping at night. You guys ever notice that sometime when you're getting tormented at night, you can't even wake yourself up to stop it? Have you noticed that? You can't even wake yourself up. You want to, but you can't. Prayers. That's a good prayer. Uh, I'm on my new monitor, which isn't quite as big, and it's not really working quite as properly yet. Let me click on that. I'm trying to see if any hands up. No, not yet. Good. Okay, I want to show you something else too. This is where I wanted to wanted to be. Hey, Spence. Uh, I think did I send that to? You? Yeah. Hey, Spence. Go to. Uh, oh, darn it. Down to bottom, Spencer I don't know which one it is It's a picture of the Newark Earthworks Newark Earthworks So you have to have it And I got in a hurry I have this a video and I didn't get it. It's a video, yeah, 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 yeah Yeah Because yeah. <clears throat> here's where I wanted This is where I wanted to go this morning You guys know we have the, what they call the Circle works and the Octagon works, two great big earthworks right here where, where we are, and that the that the uh, circle earthworks are a perfect 360-degree circle, except for a little opening at one at the eastern end of that complete circle. And this morning, on uh, the solstice, the, this is an equinox. I always get these words screwed up. Anyway, today, the sun comes up right in that opening, right in that... Big circle, big, big circle, and a little tiny opening. And every day, this day, on the 21st day of September, if you go stand in the middle of the circle, I'll go show you the video here. You go stand in the middle of the circle, the sun comes up right in that opening. Indians did that. Indians did that by moving a bunch of dirt. That's what it was. It was those Hopewell Indians. They're the ones that did it. So this is a real quick video. It's only three minutes. But this is... Columbus Dispatch, our local newspaper, just so you guys can get the magnitude of this mound. Because when you think mound, when I think mound, I think Big Biggo Humphrey. No, no, no. Real quickly, go ahead and play this.
5: Octagon Earthworks, one of the grandest remnants of the once monumental Newark Earthworks that originally spanned more than four and a half square miles and included seven million cubic feet of earth. The Octagon Earthworks were preserved by the citizens of Licking County, who raised their taxes to purchase the property so that it could be used as the state encampment grounds for the National Guard. Later, when the National Guard left the site, Mound Builders Country Club took over, leasing the site from the Newark Board of Trade. That relationship continued until the 1930s, when the Ohio History Connection took ownership of the site and continued that relationship with the Country Club. Look at those mounds! many people think Ohio's Indian mounds are piles of dirt. And that's true on one level. But the Hopewell culture were masters of soil science. They knew the properties of different kinds of soils and selected only those that would preserve, would maintain the integrity of mounds for thousands of years. Question of why the Hopewell culture constructed these ancient monuments. Go ahead, keep going, keep going. It is fundamentally unanswerable on one level, but certainly, like with similar structures all over the world, there must have been a religious motivation at its heart. The octagon earthworks is aligned to the rising and setting of the moon over an 18.6 year-long cycle. That linkage of this earthen architecture with the rhythms of the cosmos is one of the things that suggests a ceremonial religious purpose. (gasps) The Octagon Earthworks is one part of a serial nomination of several Hopewell Earthworks sites. Please, just the... a second, Spence. Folks, the Octagon Earthworks that you're looking at right now, we've
0: seen quite a bit here so far, is now Mound Builders Country Club. It's a golf course. It's showing us the golf course. This is, this is connected to, they're about a mile apart from the Octagon Golf Course and the Circle Mound, which is where the opening is. We're going to get to the Circle Mound here in a
5: minute. Go ahead. We've called the Hopewell Ceremonial Earthworks, and we're hoping soon to be nominating that site, that set of sites, to the UNESCO World Heritage List. UNESCO is the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. And they recognize the most important cultural sites in the world. The Great Pyramid of Egypt is on the list. The Great Wall of China. Natural sites like the Grand Canyon are on the list as well. Stonehenge is on this list just these iconic ancient sites and we think the Newark earthworks and the other earthworks that make this nomination deserve to be on that site because of their enormous scale because of the incredible knowledge of geometry and astronomy that's built into the earthworks and the somewhat mysterious fact that this monumental architecture here in, in the Hopewell region was built without a king or a pharaoh ordering people to do this. It was built by a number of dispersed communities, not people living in a great city, to come together for this religious purpose to build this monumental architecture. And to some extent, that's unprecedented in the world. So that's what, one of the things we think that make these sites World Heritage List worthy.
0: Okay, they, I'm I'm sorry, didn't get to the circle circle works, Listen, do you under do you guys understand the rubbish you just listened to? Do you have any any idea of the rubbish you just listened to? First of all, the Hopewell Indians you say, Coach, this is boring. Okay, it's my show. Hang on. The Hopewell Indians were not the name of the Indians. Hopewell was the guy who discovered the Indians. So they called them the Hopewell Indians. There was no such thing as Hopewell Indians. And so these Indians were so smart. They knew, knew geometrically and geodesically. That they understood every year where the sun came up. And so they built these massive, massive, massive mounds. And they had it down perfectly of where the sun. Uh, did they have a protractor? They didn't have any computers. How, how did they figure all this out? Because the Bible—not uh, the Bible—it's pretty clear. Yeah, the Bible—it's pretty clear to me that God sits high and He looks low. That whoever designed these things had to be above. And isn't it amazing how these guys go right to the edge and they talk about a religious ceremony, and never ever get to exactly what it was that took place there. Who built those mounds? And why did they build those mounds so that this morning at 7.9, like right now, the sun's coming up. I'd be there if it wasn't raining. Right now, the sun is coming up in that opening, in that perfect 360-degree circle, and the one cutout spot, and there's where the sun came up. Did some guy sit by there for 130 years and chart the days and knew where that sun was going to come up? Folks, like something really, really bigger than what we understand happened at a lot of these mounds. And we don't want, we don't want to, we don't want to believe it. I'm going to show you something else I'm going to kind of again i want to move on a little bit. Uh, Reggie says we took these out seven names here we don't okay okay, gotcha, Reggie. um pull up pull up uh I was reading flip Binum last night <clears throat> Have you guys ever been around wisdom? not knowledge no no, no, not knowledge. Have you guys ever been around somebody that wisdom just oozes off of them? That's Flip Benham. And I felt a little bit bad because he told me, uh, he said, Coach, my phone doesn't, doesn't ring much. You know, he used to be director, of, National Director of Operations to Save America, baptized Norman he was, he was He was the tip of the spear in the cultural war. He was the go-to guy that the God-hating enemy always went after was Flip. And he passed the torch to Rusty Thomas, director of Operation Save America. And Flip said last night, kind of in a joking way, my phone never rings anymore. And I thought, boy, how sad. How sad that that guy's phone doesn't ring anymore. And he said to me last night, this is kind of personal, that's why I want to share it. Uh, Joshua 14, pull that up for me if you can, Spence. I know I said I was going to let you guys talk, I promise you I will. Joshua 14, he says, Coach, this is you. 14, beginning in verse 10. But then when he said that, and he said said this, and it's flipped too. He says, And and now behold, the Lord hath kept me alive, as he said, these forty and five years, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses. While the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old, 45 years old. As yet, I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. 45 years later, talking to me, spoken to my life last night. He says, here you are, coach. 45 years later, you're just as strong as when you got started. As my strength was in, so even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain, whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be, the Lord will be with me. Then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. Drive out who? The Anakim. The I'll get to that. And Joshua blessed him and gave unto Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, or whatever, Hebron, for an inheritance, what do you think? Pass the in Hebron. Hebron, therefore, became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephthah, the Zennite, Kenizzite, and to this day because that he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. And the name of Hebron before was ker which Arba was a great man among the Anakims, and the land had rest from war. So Flip was saying, Coach, you're going to finish strong. And he gave me the scripture. Michelle read it to me again. And I kept seeing Hebron in there and all that kind of stuff. But you know what I couldn't get away from? I couldn't get away from that Anakim. I couldn't get away from that Anakim. What the heck's that? What <laughs> Anakim? That he's fighting against. Well, You remember in the Bible where Joshua but Caleb went out, and they went went to war, and they went out and scouted out the land. They came back. What did they tell them? says, oh, my goodness, those people were as giants in our eyes. We were grasshoppers in their sight. Remember that? You remember that? That was the Anakim. They were really giants, folks. They were really giants. In fact, Spence pull up the dot questions. Anakim. Who were the Anakim? How does this tie to the circle earthworks? I don't know. How's that tie to something demonic going on? Who were the Anakim? Well, the Anakim were a for- more formidable race of giant warlock pe- warlike people. They were giants who occupied the lands of southern Israel near Hebron. Hebron, they say over there, before the arrival of the... The Anikim's ancestry has been traced back to Anik, the son of Arba. Who at the time was regarded as the great man among the Amicum. So I just put this out there to show you again. There are more mentions of giants all throughout the Bible, friends. All throughout the Bible. There they are. There they are. Cool. Uh, Myra, come on in there and don't talk so slow.
4: Yes, coach. I will do. I will speak at normal rate. Um, Yes, I just want to. Uh, in regard to the beautiful prayer you say earlier, um, in torment, and what Philip Vernon, director of, um, of who was the director of Safe American, passed to Rusty Thomas, and the wonderful prayer we had last night uh, with the Christian Revolution, uh, Psalm one thirty nine, two to four. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it all together. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Stephanie, can you come in? I got Stephanie hooked up here in my chat. Are you out there, Stephanie? Can you come in here and talk to us a little bit about September twenty-first? What the heck's going on? Are you there, Steph?
2: Hey, Coach. Can you hear me? Okay.
0: Yeah, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Uh, tell us the significance from the dark side of this day that we that we're in right now. Right now, we're in it today it's 21st day of September. Um, this
2: is the start of the fall equinox and this year it runs the 21st to 23rd. I want to say so technically it kind of every year it's kind of different depending on when the alignment's fall in spring. It goes with the equinox but just like you said it's the equal for the day and night and what it means to the occult is that at certain times if you're on a certain high spot and you do a certain ritual, it's like calling out, like Russ always said, it's like calling out. You got the phone number you call out, you're going to get an answer back. And a lot of times on these holidays, the veils are thinner and the higher entities, when I say higher entities, the, the stronger, the the more, I don't know how to, how to say it right if I'm making myself understand that the higher entities, the more stronger ones, like the generals and stuff, would be more able to come through on these days. There's something about the connection between the veils on these days where things from the other side that aren't supposed to be here for some reason with the right ingredients and times, can. And they're searching for me to do their work, too, the same way that God works through Christians. You know, we we need to do our work for him. Satan and the dark side works the same way, people. So every single magic that's done today creates a cone of power. I don't care if it's Wiccan. I don't care if it's pagan. I don't care if it's straight Satanism. Any kind of energy that's drawn on this day creates a cone of power that's sent out. And that Stephanie, the
0: Stephanie, they were so focused here in Newark, ohio on the on that energy that they took that complete 360 degree circle and cut out just a little spot of it so that when the sun comes up on today it comes up right through that opening what is it exactly. what is it about what is it about the times and the seasons that they understand that maybe we don't get stuff
2: It's all with the spiritual. It's all about the alignments. It's all as above, so below. They watch the stars and the sun and the moon and they worship all that for a reason because when it gets to a certain exact place, it's all about the intent and the detail. It's all about the detail. It's down to the exact second of everything with them. Like I said, everything has a reason. And with them, it's that moment when that light, that sunbeam, comes in that little hole. That's the exact moment when you want to start your ritual, do whatever it is that you're doing. I got goosebumps right now. That's when they – that's the moment of, okay, and that's when they want to get it going because that's the right moment for the phone call. So last, night, the, was, whatever last night
0: was the pagan Christmas Eve. Would that be a fair assessment?
2: Um, Last night, yeah, it would be uh, – th- Another celebrating the of night, the night before
0: Christmas, right? The night before yeah, Christmas.
2: The celebrating of the harvest. Now we're getting ready to go towards the the winter solstice, which is the which is the next thing, which is the death. So right now, everything the harvest is done. The now we're turning the wheel of the seasons. Turn again to the dark, to the cold, to the winter. To all right, all right, okay, let's stop,
0: well, folks. I know you think I'm crazy, but I'm, I'm I'm going I'm going to bring Craig Mickle in here, um, Mr. Yeah. Zero. Because what's going on right now, I got, I got a couple of things I could show you right now that say that what, what is going to happen, uh, how do I say this in the right way? The next, the next uh, four or five days, if you are following the lunar calendar, all this stuff that Stephanie was just talking about, if you're studying uh, Jewish, do I say that, Old Testament archaeology, we're, we're in an unbelievable week. And it's not by chance that we're going to find ourselves in Gettysburg on the twenty fourth and the twenty fifth, which appeared to be, by some estimations, the culmination of exactly what's going on. Twenty first, twenty second, twenty third. Go ahead, Mister Zero. Try to crack this well, open here for us a little well, bit.
3: Well, Coach, maybe you can have uh, Spencer pull up John, uh, John Eleven say, 4 through uh, 12, okay? Because this is where this all ties into the scriptures here, all right? Um, this is about Lazarus, and uh says, Therefore his sisters went to say, him, saying, Lord, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. And Jesus heard this. He said, The sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, and when he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then, after that, saith to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. And his disciples said unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? And Jesus what the answered,
0: you doing, man? Why are you going back there? They tried to kill you last time.
3: And Jesus answered, Are there not 12 hours in the day? Okay, let's stop right there. That is the equinox, okay. That's when you, when your part of the world is about twelve hours of day and twelve hours of night, and that and, only and happens.
0: In fact, it will never be more than twelve hours.
3: Well, it's it's where you're going from either winter to spring,
0: yeah.
3: or summer Ooh. to fall. It okay. only happens two times a year. Where the twelfth, yeah. okay? The twenty-first is the longest day. The twenty-first is the shortest day, right? Okay. Yeah. So this is what is being spoken of here about what Stephanie's talking about here. You're at a, you're at a, you're at a balancing point. You're at an apex, and she's recognizing that this energy that they're talking about only happens twice a year in this particular point. Okay, the other days have their own thing. You'd have to go to her about. But here's what's interesting, coach. If you go and uh if Spencer puts it in, I'll put I'll put it in the chat. Do you know what day this year in Jerusalem is about twelve hours of day and twelve hours a night? You want to take a guess on that? No. The twenty sixth and
0: twenty seventh? Hmm. Really?
3: <laughs> I'll put it in the chat. I'll put it in the chat people can look. It's it's it's, it's really hard to believe that all these things are are happening here. But, uh, yeah, that, that's what it is.
0: Folks, there are, pl- there are plenty of people. I can show you. I, I research this stuff, right? There, there are several people out there, many people out there saying that what is going to happen between today, the 21st, and the end of this month will be biblical. Biblical. That Remember this? The Bible says um, Babylon has fallen in one hour. Babylon has fallen. And I had some information. I don't know if I'm going to have time to get here to talk about the financial collapse that's imminent all across the globe. Believe it or not, the United States is in better shape financially than any other country in the world. And we are totally 100% upside down. So Babylon the Great has fallen. Could that be a financial system? There's going to be some. I I have a video here where a guy says that on coming up on the 24th and 25th of September, which is when we're going to be in uh, Gettysburg, he said, Be prepared because it will be a day that for the rest of your life you will be able to tell everybody where you were when it happened. And Craig would say, because I've been having some conversation with Craig, all the stars, as they would say, are lining up. To something very, very significant happening within well, that, the next week.
3: Well, not only that, Coach. Okay, this you can go research this. This isn't astrology. This is astronomy. This goes to ten to thirty-five zeros. This <laughs> will be the closest time Jupiter has been to the Earth in seventy years. I mean, who just died after reigning for seventy years? The Queen. Okay, so seventy is a very important number in the Bible, and and there is a magnetic connection to everything in god's creation those stars that you see way up there and you think wow they're really far away guess what magnetically not so much
0: Mm. amen amen so i'm not trying to scare you away from gettysburg what a place to be and the significance of of being there is just again just the timing man just the timing. See, it oh, doesn't everybody. matter.
3: Hey, one more thing, Coach. we got two rooms with two beds left. So we have four beds left. So if you want to still come and stay in a bed, we still have two rooms, you know, with two yep. beds.
0: All right, Craig, good work. And by the way, I said I was going to let you guys talk, and I haven't let you talk at all. So I'll, I got some more stuff. I'll shut up here in a minute. Come on in, Joe Allen. Coach, if, uh,
6: this is another tool that that georgia guystone had on it
0: that's right brother it's, a, it's the same thing right it's same tool talking. astronomy not astro. what was that you said you said astronomy not astrology right something to it boys there's something to it and you know what's going on around here wow that lost lands that concert over the hill here Woo! boy the earth is quaking over here near the dobbin house i'll tell you that because so those 45,000, what do I call them, pagans, earth worshipers, what are they? They are invading our humble abode here, not on our property, but all around us. Everywhere you drive around my property, there's, it's turned into a parking lot for people to park. 44,000 at this time in this place. Folks, something's happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. Amen. There's something going on. Jeff now, come on in, Jeff.
1: Yeah, uh regarding the, the solos and stuff. I was born on April 20th. Adolf Hitler was born on April 20th. Schicken Gruber. And around there, I got around my birthday, I have school shootings, murders, bombings, and stuff this way. So something may be happening here. Thank you.
0: Yes, sir, something going on in the heavenlies. We can believe that for sure. Dr. Paul and then Brett.
1: If you uh if you're Venturing around the Planned Parenthood, should know who's doing all these transgender hormone things to kids. Yes, sir, to, well so they may be switching while well, they got to, you know, keep their paychecks, right? So they're going to be giving hormones to little children, and God knows what kind of surgeries they're doing to those kids in there. My, those are surgeons in there; those doubles.
0: I'm with, I'm, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. And again, that that uh, blood sacrifice. Matters so much to them that they they are hell-bent to keep it going, doing everything. Folks, can you think of any other group? Think how law-abiding American Christians are. Law-abiding. Think how lawless those who serve the devil are. Lawless. They've taught us situational ethics, values, clarifications, moral relativism. Moral relativism being the idea... Well, if you can justify why you do it, then it's okay. My right, uh, my, uh, my uh, what I believe is right, and what you believe is right may not be the same thing. That's okay. We will agree to disagree. No, no, uh-uh, folks, this thing is far more wicked than that. PA Brett, come on in. Yeah, good morning, Coach. Morning team. Uh, yeah, this has got to be significant. I don't know if any, anybody's heard, but uh, President Putin put a national or slash international speech out last night or our time early this morning i have not heard anything on what the speech was composed of but um a lot of people were saying yesterday beforehand it was going to be um declaring war so if anybody's heard anything on that this morning yet uh, it's got to be significant with these dates that are coming very quickly
2: Something's
3: going uh, on, man. hey coach yeah brett uh this is Glenn. Uh I read this morning uh Bloomberg is reporting that Putin is co- uh, calling up an additional 300,000 troops. That's what they're reporting on Bloomberg. So, uh war it looks like war is ramping up.
0: I hey, hey, <laughs> thanks so, hey Spencer. Pull up uh the third thing down armed Ukrainian. Armed the Ukraine. You guys sitting down for this? Huh? When they're coming around beating you up making you pay your taxes? Here's the full $16 billion list of what uh the United States left in the Ukraine. I'm sorry, sent to the Ukraine. Okay. The US military just told its own soldiers to use food stamps to keep their families fed during this ongoing period of high inflation. Yada yada yada. According to the US Department of Defense, been a whopping almost 16 billion dollars, billion with a B in security assistance since sent, sent to the Ukraine, since the beginning. February 24th. Are you ready? While well, they're forgiving student loans, while inflation's gone through the roof, while nobody's, uh, while they're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to come after you. Sorry, I was looking up there reading something. Um, they sent over 1,400 Stinger aircraft systems to Ukraine. Over 8,500 Javelin anti-armor systems. Over are, Folks, are we at war with Russia? I mean, it's like they're using our guns. Over 32,000 other anti-armor systems. Over 700 switchblade tactical unmanned aerial systems. 126 155-millimeter howitzers. And up to 806,000 uh, uh, 155-millimeter artillery rounds. How many is that? 806,000 artillery rounds. 2,000 precision-guided Artillery rounds. 20 105-millimeter howitzers and 180,000 rounds. 126 tactical vehicles. 126 tactical vehicles. That'd be like Humvees. 22 tactical vehicles to recover equipment. 16 high-mobility artillery rocket systems and ammunition, 20 120 mortar systems and 85,000 rounds of mortar, 1,500 tube-launched, optically-tracked, wire-guided missiles. Those are called tows, tows. Four command post vehicles. Eight national advanced surface-to-air Missile systems and munitions, high-speed anti-radiation missiles called HARMs, twenty M seventeen helicopters, hundreds of armored, high mobility, multi-purpose wheeled vehicles, hundreds—not just a hundred, hundreds—are we at war with Russia? Four trucks and eight trailers to transport heavy equipment, two hundred. M113 armored personal carriers, 40 Max Pro mine-resistant ambush-protected vehicles with mine rollers, mine-clearing equipment system, over 10,000 grenade launchers and small arms, over 60 million rounds of small arms ammunition. Do you think we have any ammunition left? Over 75,000 sets of body armor and helmets. Approximately 700 Phoenix Ghost Tactical Unmanned Aerial Systems, 700 of them. Laser Guided Rocket System, Puma Unmanned Aerial Systems, 15 Scan Eagle Unnamed Aerial Systems, Unmanned Coastal Defense Vessels, 50 Counter Artillery Radars, 4 Counter Mortar Radars, Counter Unmanned Aerial Systems. Ten, air surveillance radar. Two, Harpoon Coast Defense System. Eighteen, Coast, uh, 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 87,000 IRS. You're just going to come out and make sure that you pay for this stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put that in the chat. Go ahead, Joe. Just here recently, about a month or so, they had a meeting at the Navy stockyards on our capability of fighting two wars on one front they said they came to the conclusion we did where well, our stockpile is depleted where we came to refill it and I just look at that look at that folks look at that and we're financially wow lord 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 be with us lord kevin come on in
3: all right, Coach. Well, I'm glad this got brought up because I think this is very relevant to the timing that uh, you and Craig were talking about. But that that release from Putin that came about three three four hours ago while we were all sleeping, okay. And essentially, you know, he he said that they were going to call up and and um, you know 300,000 troops. Okay, so this is a draft. All right, there's no no choice in that. These are conscripts. And their plan is that they were going to annex—I uh, think it was five, but it might have been four—territories in Ukraine. Once that point happens, once those are annexed, that's Russian territory. And they stated any troops from any foreign countries that are in those areas that, that after that point that will be taken as an act of war, and nuclear strike is on the table. That's what I, t-
0: I, I wonder if I wonder if we are ever going to use all those things we send to the Ukraine. I wonder if if we're ever going to need any of those things. I wonder if they'll send them back to us. 87,000 IRS agents, student loans being forgiven, godless government. Jeff Klein.
3: Coach, you read all that off, and the average American can't even go into the gun store and buy a box of bullets.
0: (laughs) Well said. (laughs) That is the truth, huh? That is the truth. You buy, a, you buy a gun, they trace you to your house. We give that stuff away, it don't matter. Jeff, now, come on in, Jeff. Golly, okay. Yeah, so, I
1: have the privilege of being off the coast of Vietnam. But i make this point that we are repeating history. In Vietnam, the pilots, through a documentary where I found out they were not allowed to attack Soviet Union supply ships in North Vietnam off the coast. Okay, so we're we're doing a proxy war and we are repeating what we did in Vietnam just with modern technology. Friends, listen,
0: it isn't. Thank thank you, Jeff. It isn't about Vietnam. It isn't about Ukraine. It's about crippling the United States of America. We are the last bastion of liberty around the world and they have to crush us one way or another in order for the new world order to be able to come in and take effect. And we saw the pope. Already kissy-faced with the, with the Muslims, this new world order is literally at our door. And what? In one hour, Babylon has fallen. Babylon the Great has fallen in one hour. That's, the, that's what's going on. That's what's going on all around us, folks. Here's another one that will cheer you up. If you can, Spence, pull this up. I'm winding down. i only got seven minutes left. Hey, Spencer, where is it? Uh, dead millennials. Dead millennials. Pull that up, Spence. Uh, wait, wait, uh, rude awakening and a great awakening. 61,000 millennials aged 24 whoops, to 44 have died in 2021. 61,000 millennials aged 25 to 44 have died after COVID vaccine mandates, an 84% increase in mortality rate. And you know who's about to go broke out there, folks life insurance companies because life insurance companies they bet that you're going to live to be 80. when you take out a life insurance policy you bet you're going to die early and right now they're dying early and so as they say at the crap tables the house is losing this is going to have unbelievable consequences all across the globe. Come on in, Claudine and Randy.
2: I have a friend that works for life
4: insurance, and she actually does that that process online. And she has been inundated with injuries and deaths. And she recently said their company has opened up 30 positions because they're overloaded.
0: Isn't that something?
4: Yeah. Hey, death's a big business, I guess. Huh? Huh?
0: Death is a big business and business is booming. That's all I can say. But gave, we better buckle up huh? in one hour, man. And I, in one hour, and we are in the midst right now of a, how would I say it? Uh, the devil's got some momentum, and we better shut him down, Randy.
1: I think we have the momentum, Coach. Look, is, look, is is uh, uh, how do I see. Okay, Jupiter, Coach, represents Zeus. Zeus was the all-powerful God. He was the one that ruled, okay? Is there any, uh, there's a great correlation here. The globalists, the elites have been in their Europe. They've been in Switzerland. They've been meeting all month over there. They're, they're, they're summoning, and, and look, Jupiter, the closest it's been maybe ever to the earth. Yep. They're tapping into this astronomical power because they, they're making a move, coach. But you said it out of your mouth. The Bible says it. Babylon is falling in an hour. I believe it,
0: Randy. I believe Babylon to be a system rather than a specific nation.
1: Yes, Coach. That is what's falling. It isn't about the nation, the name of the nation. It's a worldwide event that's going to happen, and you're going to see it fall. And and, and I'll tell you something else, Coach. All this military thing is a smokescreen more than anything else. It's a smokescreen. Do not panic. Things are going really good for the righteous on the earth right now.
0: I'm with Please. you, brother. I, I believe that too. Craig, come in real quickly. Then you know, I got. Hey, Spencer. While I'm doing that, get up. Uh, what does I want you? To, what was it? Oh my goodness. Uh, Biden's bailout. Get that ready to go. Go, on, Craig. Well,
3: I just think it's kind of interesting. Uh, you know the. Five red heifers have kind of been in the news if people have been watching that. But I came across some information I thought was kind of interesting. You know, they went uh, they were supposed to go there a month ago, but when they got up to uh leave out of uh, New York, JFK, it was too too warm. So they had to uh take a vacation and, and guess what on Long Island, guess what town they stayed at for a month? What's that? West Babylon. West (laughs) Babylon, Long Island. It's an actual place. They had to keep them there until the temperature was right for them to travel.
0: Wow, Uh, Roger, come in quickly.
5: I was just going to say, I don't know
3: why they ran in every once in a while. Uh,
1: We're doing
3: great, as whatever you said was wonderful.
0: Well, Rod, you broke up really bad. <laughs> we didn't hear any of that. We didn't hear. You want to try it again? He's he's in a bad. So. Hey, let me let me cheer you up with this to so white to wind up the show. How much time do I got? Do I have? Do I have? Grammar, grammar. Two minutes. Uh, play this one right here. This will this will make you feel good. This will make you feel really really good. Uh, it's a commercial, but it's a spoof. Go ahead. I spend more time working on these cars than with my own family. I spend my days digging holes, cutting
5: grass, and sweating.
4: This is job number two today. So my customers aren't the only ones drinking coffee.
5: I'm breaking my back out here for one reason.
4: I want to pay off some other guy's debt. Biden's plan to pay other people's college loans using my tax
2: dollars is a great idea
5: biden's right you should take my tax dollars to pay off your debts my family will figure out how to get by with less what's most important is we spare college graduates from any extra stress want to be a struggling artist
4: college is on me my kids don't need fancy things like school supplies or new shoes
5: i work for you theater major
4: this shift is for you business major go buy yourself that new car
5: enjoy your free ride college is on me
4: Tell Congress, stop Biden's bailout
3: for rich kids.
0: <laughs> Amen. T.A., come on in. Wrap us up here. <clears throat> Do you hear me there, T.A.? We can't hear you, bud.
6: Come on. Come on. There it is. There it is. Okay. <laughs> Coach, what a great show you guys having today. And and uh, I just want to thank all of you for your encouragement. To me, I'm heading down to the election office and we're going to continue to swing the bat on these scepters of darkness called Dominion voting machines. How dare they even call them Dominion? We're going to take Dominion in that office with prayer, supplication. Proverbs 11 reminds us these things, that they're an abomination to God. These these uh, un- unequal balances and things yes. like this. We have the moral I'm high ground to go down. Hamilton County... Uh, uh, is is we're going to get rid of them. So anyhow, that's one thing. Second thing, real quick, I know that most conservatives and Republicans want to go after some dude that owes a debt for college loans, but this is the take we need to have on it. Number one, never let a crisis go to waste. So if these students can't pay, pay back their loan, then that means their college uh, experience was a bunk farce shut down these schools, stop the funding in the first place. And, hey, if the Republicans need to forgive debt, they need to get on the right side of this and say, even the Jews get a shmita every seven years. Some of these Amen. students are in bondage for their entire life. And Amen. To take that yoke of darkness and, and, uh, and uh, the, the indoctrination off their neck. Anyhow.
0: Hey, that's a show unto itself. Eternal Financial bondage is the plan of the Luciferians. We'll see you tomorrow.
6: Amen.